0: Hey, y'all. It's time for a special episode of Rolling Dice and Taking Names. Tonight, the guys bring us fun, surprises, special guests, and awards. That's right. It's live from the Waxhaw Volunteer Fire Department, Community Room 3B. It's the fourth annual Squirrely Awards. And now, here are your hosts... Marty Connell and Tony McCree.
1: Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for joining us tonight for our fourth annual Squirrely Awards. Tony, Four years running, and we still fill up this arena every single year. Absolutely, Marty.
2: I am amazed that we didn't have to put out more folding chairs than we originally did. Oh, man. The Squirrelies fourth annual. I am so glad we're not doing the years anymore.
1: We're just counting them. It makes it simple for us, Marty. But, Tony, I'm excited. We have people from all over the world coming in here for this event. We have people coming from... Canada all the way to England, all the way to Poland, from Australia, New Zealand, and even some place called Idaho. This is a global event, man. I cannot
2: believe it and just think two knuckleheads from Waxhaw are able to pull this off. But one thing I do want to point out is as always our crowd is impeccably taste. Now, I think I see in the audience I I think I see a tux out there and then is that Liberace returned from the dead? I don't know. Either way, Marty, I've got my best PJ pants on with the uh, emotional emoji. I have pressed my red hoodie for tonight. At least put on shoes, man, instead of slippers but my feet will get cold. And you know, for a minute, I almost mistaken you for Rodney Smith. You two are dead lookalikes
1: tonight in your matching plaid. Oh, hold on a second. Let, let's be fair. I'm older than Rodney. I started wearing plaid way before Rodney. People just see him more often because he does videos. So there. You can't claim plaid. What am I going mean, to? I mean, if that's the case, then I'm stealing from the Irish people, which I am Irish, by the way.
2: Or Scottish. I know we've pointed that out, but I'm missing the blue Oxford. That's what you could have done. He is. You
1: mean the blue polo? Wow, you are really coming out strong tonight. You've been sipping a little too much RCs
2: back there. I know. It's it's been a fun-filled night. The pre-party got started, and I am ready to go. Now we've got a whole bunch of awards tonight. We've got a lot of recipients. In the audience as well. I'm excited about that. And hopefully they'll find their way to the stage.
1: Yeah, hopefully. I mean, everybody's here. Everybody's excited, right? I mean, it's like, will I win? Will I win this prestigious award? Well, I guess you just got to sit back and find out.
2: Now, of course, the awards we're giving out tonight are only the facsimiles. The real
1: awards will be given out during Gen Con. That's right. We'll be visiting all the winners during Gen Con and and taking some pictures. Uh, There were a lot of people coming in on the brown carpet tonight, getting their pictures made and everything thing. And the, the paparazzi was out there taking pictures of people. Okay. So it was my um, son with the camera and he just said, smile as people walk by. Yes.
2: I mean, Mandy and Sue's. they are dressed to the nines as always. Oh my heavens. Wait a minute. Well, of course, ultimate in class as always. As always. The tantrum house is on site. They were so kind enough to come to our event after we ruined their event with an incredible table flip but more on that
1: in a later show <laughs> yes that that's right they told us to flip a table so we did so they're gonna probably uh, you know do something here in return we'll, we'll see what they do for us tonight
2: now all our guests in the audience be sure to take home the parting parting the parting package the giveaway gift. See how many see how I'm trying to get that those alliterations. Wow. Coming? Yeah. I'm doing good. I'm having a lot of fun with this. Either way. The uh, party gifts. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The mega moon pies. They're all in there. So enjoy them. Don't eat them all the way uh all tonight. Cuz that's all you're getting. What's in your package? That's it. No more. Yeah, don't be expecting like a big after-party meal. Because because uh, we're on a budget here.
1: We blew our budget on those folding chairs that you're sitting on.
2: That and the Gen Con strike, we're saving up for that. So, you, hey, slow down there, Bonacor. That bar's not open.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not an open bar, Bonacore. You got to pay for that drink, you know. jeez okay, somebody keep an eye on
2: him? Well, Marty, I just can't contain any more. Can we get to our first award? Please, let's get this thing going. So, coming to the stage now... Our good friend, our best bud, Matt Evans from Board Game Replay.
1: What up, player? Yeah, what's up, Ellie Snow? <laughs> <laughs>
3: and I'm so happy to be back with you presenting another award. I'm also excited because I love this category for an award. I think many of us can relate to looking for that new game that does something unique or changes up the standard formula for its genre. And after you discover that new game, you're left saying, okay, so that is neat. And that's exactly what this award is for. The nominees are Gizmos, Cryptid, and Keyforge. All right, so now it is my pleasure to announce that the winner of the okay so that is neat award is T4 And I got to say even though my last game with Marty he crushed me like 0 to 3 with about 8 amber left over I'm a big fan of this one It's so cool not to have to worry about all the deck building just break out a deck and play it makes it a lot easier to get to the table you know and with that in mind who knows maybe that'll let us Stick with this card game for a whole year instead of just three to six months, you know? I don't want to get ahead of myself, but you know, you never know. All right, so that's going to do it for me. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Marty and Tony. Have a great night.
0: And now, welcome to the stage from Fantasy Flight Games, Brad Andres.
3: Hi, my name is Brad
4: Andres, lead developer of Keyforge for Fantasy Flight Games. I wanted to extend a huge thank you to Tony and Marty for awarding Keyforge the OK, That Is Neat award. We've been so excited for Keyforge to get out in the public and seeing the reception from all the fans has been amazing. Thank you again to the community and hope you guys enjoy playing.
1: Now, Tony, this award was basically named after you because you always say things are neat, but each and every year, we're always excited about games that do add a little bit something different. We had that with Gizmos, you know, with all the the cool mechanic in the tower for dropping marbles and, and Cryptid had this really unique gameplay system where all these tiles were put out on the board and you were given a clue given clues and there was only one location that cryptid could be. But I must admit, the business model behind Keyforge of every single deck being unique and the technology behind it to pull that off that that deserved the squirrely this year, man.
2: I can't argue with that. I mean, I know in our previous episodes we were kind of questioning the KeyForge model saying, you know, how will this be sustained? How will tournaments happen? Will people be willing to spend that $10? And
1: by gosh, they are. Oh yeah, we can't even keep them in our store and it is fun just to go and drop 10 bucks and see what you got. And you got a, an instant deck right in your hand that you can start playing at any time. And they just announced their next release that's going to be coming out uh, soon. So This game is going to have legs for quite a while. And it's all thanks to that great, unique system that they put into place.
2: I keep telling myself you need to play more of it. But you know what? There's just so much out there. I mean, so many games.
1: There are. And one of our favorite types of games always is party games, because when you have friends and family over, you're not going to be pulling out Twilight Imperium. It's the party games that you want to pull out that you teach to your family and friends. And that's what we're going to have Dan and Chris from the Geek All Stars come on and talk about now
4: all right folks here to present the let's get this party started for best party game of the year to you guys who have never won an award and certainly never been invited to a party the geek all-stars dan and chris
5: And thank you, beautiful Matt Riddle, for that wonderful introduction. As the man said, I am Dan. And I'm Chris. And we're the Geek All-Stars. And we're here to present to you the best party games for some reason. And of course, when everybody thinks of the Geek All-Stars, they think of party, party games? games. Yeah, <laughs> of course. And of course, you also know that it's not a party until Pitbull shows up.
4: Fire all.
5: All right, now that everybody's thoroughly in the mood for some parties i'll give you the nominees and chris you'll do the honors in a minute so the nominees are just one decrypto and shadows amsterdam and the winner is just one And of course, Marty and Tony will be back in April for the Summer Movie Preview Show. And I cannot wait to defend my crown. Chris, you hear that? My Uh crown. Your
6: crown? Yeah, well,
5: whatever. I'm taking Sausage Fest too. (laughs) You know,
2: Dan and Chris were sitting there. They didn't understand why I had them give out the party award. But when they come on and do our movie show with us,
1: It's like a party up in here. It is. And I tell you, of all those nominees, just one was the one that just really called our attention because it's amazing how something that is so simple is so fun. And some of the best party games are those you can basically teach in like 30 seconds and everybody up is running and playing. And that's exactly what this game is. First time I sat down to play it, I went, I don't get what the big deal was. And then an hour later, it's like, I got to go buy a copy. Just Just a fantastic
2: game. And to follow up with that, that's one of the first games that my wife, Donna, actually, after she p- finished playing it, came home, put it in the Amazon cart and placed an order. She has never bought a game without my instruction and and I, I said that poorly, but that's okay. You know what I mean by that? Not, not that I said, <laughs> said wife of mine, go buy that game. No. What I'm saying is without me saying, Donna, could you please put that in the cart and, and order that for me if you're putting an Amazon order together? No, she came home that evening and said, you know what? I enjoyed that so much that I am going to buy that game. So, And sure enough, she got us a copy of just one. Now, she did flip-flop. She was sitting there now. What about the crypto? hmm I said, Well well, if if we get to crypto, that's that's almost I'm not saying it is, it's a Codenames killer for me, Marty. That's how good decrypt it was it was a tough choice tonight with these games.
1: It was. It was well, all these are tough, right? These are our favorite games from 2018. We have three in each and every category. So some of these are a little, are a little bit tougher than others. In fact, we got some coming up. It's like, whoo, you and I were kind of fighting over. And in fact the next one is one of those that we were really torn between some of these as Ella from Ella Loves Board Games is going to come on to tell us about our favorite expansion.
7: Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. The nominees in the Gibby Moore category, the best expansion for 2018, are Whistle Stop, Rocky Mountains Expansion, Lorenzo il Magnifico, Houses of Renaissance, and Clank the Mummy's Curse. And the winner is. Lorenzo il Magnifico, Houses of Renaissance. This was Ella from Ella Loves Board Games. Congratulations!
0: And coming to the stage, from Simon Games, Sean Jackman.
8: Hey everybody, this is Sean Jackman from Simon Games, and I just want to say, what an incredible honor to, uh, for us to have won the Squirrely for Best Expansion for Lorenzo Il Magnifico, Houses of Renaissance. As everybody knows, the Squirrelies are one of the big honors, one of the big awards that you can get in this industry, and so uh, from everybody here on the development team, on the marketing team, anybody who had anything to do with the game, just want to say a huge thank you to Rolling Dice and Taking Names, and uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody here just, oh. oh 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 they're playing the music i uh, gotta get off the stage but uh thanks again to everybody and uh we'll see you next week.
1: now if you listen to last year's squirrelies you know that lorenzo el magnifico won a squirrelly. so people were probably thinking well obviously it's going to win the expansion award but tony Clank Mummy's Curse and What's the Stop Rocky Mountains expansion were two extremely well done expansions for two games that we really like also. Well, all three of them. I mean, it it was kind of like, which
2: child do I love more? It was hard to pick. I mean, uh, they know we love our train games. And Whistle Stop only expansion even made it better, added the high Rocky Mountains in it. So yeah, I will sit there thinking, oh, man, which one do I enjoy more? But, you know, anything to make Lorenzo still one of my favorite games of all time, a little bit better. It's going to get my nod. So yes, they're all incredible games and I love them so much. And the expansion only made them just a little bit better, including Clank, another game that the family enjoys playing, Marty. It's amazing, isn't it? How these games, my family enjoys playing too. It's like they're favorites of mine or something. (laughs)
1: Wouldn't what, what, you kind of expect that from an award? We're going to do list our three least favorite games and pick the best of the worst. Well, we kind of sort of, when you put
2: in the category last year of games Tony didn't get to play because I was stingy with them. That, that
1: category is not in here tonight, though, you'd notice. I know, because I actually got to play everything. Well, almost everything. Well, that's right. Well, why don't you tell me, what's the next category? category that we're going to present well
2: sitting in the wings are some friends of ours just south in south carolina we have the tantrum house now if you have not taken the time to check out their kickstarter videos they are top notch they give you some great previews matter of fact they even come out with the videos that tell you what's coming so you can budget wisely so coming to the stage tantrum house for it's in the cards
5: Hello and welcome to the show. Today we've got Will Meadows. Sarah Meadows. Kevin Dell. Melissa Dell. And Ryan Pills. In the house. No, no, no. This is not our show. <laughs> Wait, what are we doing then? This is rolling dice and taking names with Marty and Tony. They've invited
6: ah, us to their show. That sounds good. I know. And we're giving the nominees for the category. It's in the cards.
7: The nominees are Warhammer Champions, Shards of Infinity, and keyforge got
6: to be keyforge keyforge key okay everybody's key in
9: on that all right yeah yeah okay
7: and the winner is warhammer champion <laughs> what? cool
10: where to go guys congratulations on,
0: <laughs>
10: on
6: taking the top title
10: obviously
2: tantrum house was not paying attention cuz keyforge obviously didn't you hear that heresy Heresy.
1: I I did hear that. Now look again. These are our three top games. They're all wonderful games, but when I first sat down and played Warhammer Champions. And there was that mechanic of the card rotating and there's no mana and you have the lanes where position matters. It was just like, yes, yes, this is the kind of card game I like. And that thing where position matters takes us back to our old Warhammer game that we used to like, Tony Warcry. So I had a little bit of feeling of that. And and now this game, you can also play on the app because you can scan the cards in. There's two ways to play. Again, they're all magnificent games, but just Warhammer champions just stood out a little bit more for me.
2: And I completely agree with you. That's how I feel about those games as well. When it came to champions, that rotating card mechanic of being able to play certain ones out there. Oh, that really sunk in with me. It's a builder. I mean, it's a collectible. We were like, "Ah," but, but we got in, we got all booster boxes and starters and Oh, man, that's OK. That could even be one of the budget winning awards where it hurts our budget.
1: <laughs> well, there are several of these that uh, hurt our budget. But the next one is not actually one of those because it's one of the cheaper genre of games that, Tony, you've really come to like. Everybody, please welcome Mandy and Sue's to the stage to present the Need a Number Two Pencil Award.
8: Thank you so much, Marty and Tony, for having us back to another Squirlies. We are so happy to be here, even though we got demoted from Vote Auditor from last year. Wah, womp wah, 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 wah.
11: Mandy, did you know that there are people out there who don't love Roland Wright games? What?
12: There are so many great things about roll and write games. Well, they're portable. Totally, and affordable. And there's a great variety nowadays.
8: I know. In fact, I kind of feel like playing one right now. Oh, uh, do you have a pencil? Well, well,
12: we're so happy to <laughs> announce the winner of the Need a Number Two pencil, a.k.a. the best roll-in-write game.
11: Woohoo! And the nominees are Railroad Inc., Ganshan Clever,
12: and welcome to... And the winner of the Squirrelly for the best and right is... Ganshon Clever. The crowd goes wild. Let's welcome
0: to the stage, from Stronghold Games, Stephen Bonacore.
10: Marty, Tony, the other guy, all of you's guys, as we used to say in New Jersey, thank you so much for this very prestigious, squirrely award for Ganshun Clever, which is also known as That's Pretty Clever in English. So we didn't win a Kennerspiel de Jar for Ganshun Clever, but hey, we won Need a Number Two Pencil. Now, that's a real award. And for your fans out there of Ganz Clever, that's pretty clever. We have three more games in this same line coming out in the May-June time frame. And that's Bricks, also by Wolfgang Wurst, the same designer. Twice as Clever, or Doppelt so Clever, also by Wolfgang Wurst, And Dizzle, all of these are great roll-and-write games in the same manner as Ganshun Clever, so be on the lookout for those. I know you guys are playing me out right now, so I'm just going to keep talking until nobody can hear me. We also have Subtext by Wolfgang Burst coming out, and Second Chance
1: by designer Uwe Rosenberg. Tony, this was another tough choice. You have really come to like your rolling rights. And we there were some amazing ones that came out last year with Welcome to Railroad, Inc. Gone, Sean, Clever. I know that's kind of a staple one for you, man, because you play it on the app all the time. Your family likes it. And uh, and I didn't want uh, Bonacore to have our kneecaps broken.
2: Oh, I completely agree. But as I was trying to get back on the stage, I tripped into him, bumped him as he was still pitching. <laughs> Even though we're playing them off, when there's music playing people, get off the stage. Okay? We've already had a couple long shows this year. We're trying to keep this bad boy under 30 minutes. Oh, well, that ain't going to happen. No, that's not going to happen, is it? But I mean, hey. It beat the Oscars or the Golden Globes who take forever and overstay their welcome. The
1: Squirrelies will not overstay their welcome. We won't. So oh, hold on. We're about, uh, let's see, about 20, 25 minutes in. We probably already have overstayed our welcome, but that's quite all right. It's okay.
2: Now you're right. I love my um, pencil games. They are so much fun. Even But welcome to, it's not really a rolling right. It's a drawing right.
1: And, but well, I really liked it. That's what I liked about it. The cleverness of the dice aren't involved, but it still has the same idea of, you're trying to, uh, you know, fill out a a pad based on what's shown you. It's just those things have to be cards.
2: And we're already wearing out twice as clever on the iPad here at the McCree household. So when that one hits, it will definitely be added. Both games. Enjoy them. Love them. And Railroad Inc. Can't take anything away from Railroad Inc. That's that next challenge. I haven't put the expansion in when we've played yet because I have the Lake one, but Gons, it just what put it over the edge for me is just how much we are playing Mm it it's hard to follow mandy and suz i know that but coming to the stage i thought it was a presenter marty who is this what is this guy he's dressed like he's in a 40k outfit can you explain this to me what kind of outfit is this i I don't know let's just
1: bring him on stage and see what he has to say
10: citizens, and Tony. My name is Cadriel Ekerwolf. It is by Emperor Rodney's decree that I have come to present the award for, you gotta paint those? The nominees are Warhammer Quest, Blackstone Fortress, Wildlands, and Street Masters. And the winner is... Warhammer Quest, Blackstone Fortress. Obviously. Huh. Guess I got away with it this time. Stupid Joel. Wait.
1: No. No! Yeah, that was uh, that was Joel Eddie's fault, Tony. Uh, he keeps bringing in this uh, what was it, Space Marine, Ultramarine. I don't know. I probably said the wrong thing, and he'll smack me later. So I, I definitely was glad that Blackstone Fortress one, since it's just a forty k themed game, was I wouldn't want to have to deal with that robot. But you know what, man? When it comes to miniatures, it's hard to beat Games Workshop miniatures. Even though those other games had good miniatures, Wildlands was good with the with the wash and everything like that. But not only is it Blackstone Fortress have incredible miniatures, the game is amazing. It's like a dungeon crawl in space. You can build up characters. You have this like campaign mechanic. It is just a top notch game and expansions already come out for it. So this is going to be one of those games that's going to be around a while too.
2: First off, I want to know how he got the gun in here.
1: (laughs) Where where was Taz? Haven't you trained Taz
2: to sniff out stuff like this yet? Your dog, Taz, isn't he sniffing? The, isn't he checking these people? Our security is kind of lax around here, yes, I, I, I'll admit. Oh, man. But Blackstone was had some stiff competition because, you know, Wildlands, easy line of sight game. It wowed us when we first got to play it, and then it's got all the expansions coming out. And and the Saddler's Street Masters. If you look back at their Kickstarter success with this series and the expansions that they put out, there's something there. If you haven't had an opportunity to play either of those games, recommend that. But yes, Blackstone Forest
1: took it away, took the squirly home with it. Well, following up with that marine robot thing that that came on, let, let's let's bring a little more class back to the stage as we had the ladies from Board Game Blitz coming on stage to present. It's new to us.
0: Wow, thank you for that warm welcome. Ambie and I are honored to be returning presenters here at the Squirrelies. Yeah, I can't believe this is our third time presenting at this prestigious event. Ah, treasured memories. Wait, would you really say this is prestigious? You know, sometimes things are better a second or even third time around. I'd say we get better at presenting every year. You know what else gets better with a second or third try? This year's nominees for the It Is New To Us category. All of the nominees have existed for quite some time, but Marty and Tony finally got around to playing them with their new 2018 editions. And the nominees are... Taj Mahal, History of the World, and Brass Lancashire. And the winner is... Taj Mahal! Congratulations to Taj Mahal on winning the It Is New To Us Award. And thanks again to Marty and Tony for having us back. Having us picked up from our hotel in a moon pie shaped limo was a nice touch. (laughs) I'll say. Thanks everyone and we'll see you next year. Now coming to the stage from Z-Man Games, Steve Kimball.
6: Hey guys, Steve Kimball from Z-Man Games. I'm head of studio. Really excited to accept the Squirrelly Award for Taj Mahal. Uh, of course, thanks goes out to Dr. Kinesia, who designed a fantastic game. And the whole team who put it together uh, to reimagine it. We're really excited that you guys appreciated it. For all the hard work and effort we put into this one, it was a labor of love for sure. And uh, we are super excited about how people responded. They're very excited to have this come back into print. So thanks again, everybody. We really hope you all have as much fun playing this new version of Taj Mahal as we had making it.
2: Well, we appreciate Z-Man Games supporting rolling dice and taking names. I mean... Marty Taj Mahal, we got that one at Gen Con and I was very excited to get to play that getting in those classics. I mean, some of these games, how did we miss them?
1: I don't know because Tony, this was one of those games that when you look at it, it's like, all right, it looks all right. And then we played it and then we played it again. And then we played it again. It's just one of those games that our entire group really enjoyed. It was easy to teach. And it was one of those that there's like multiple ways to win. But here's the thing. Tony, Z-Man had two games on here. History of the World also blew me away too. I remember that's one of those games I played and you didn't. And I went, Tony, you got to play this. Tony, you got to play this. And we we finally got together and you got to try it out. That is just a sweet risk type game, but way better than risk. Yes, but it made me want to go play one of
2: our all-time favorites, Mare Nostrum.
1: And we always talk about, we got to get that back to the table sometime. But yes, uh, we definitely like that that style of game. But, but Taj Mahal came out on top. And then Brass Shirt again, one of those games I never played. So, you know, two versions came out this year. And this was uh, based on the original. Still a very good game too. And I think that's what's exciting about this. I love this category because those games that we missed years ago, they reproduce and and put out, and we get to try play them again. And some of those are just golden games that are still very well done today.
2: And I have the Brass Lancaster edition. Did I say that right, Marty? Lancashire, Lancashire. Lancashire? I said, Lancashire. I said, like the town near us, Lancaster. Well, it's not even close to that. But go ahead. I know. Oh, well, it's it's close enough for me. You know how I work around here. <laughs> but I have that the, the the mechanism of you know you you enjoyed the beer mechanism. I like that push-your-luck mechanism that's in that Mm, version. Yeah, but this one doesn't have the beer mechanism. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Your version that you like has the beer. Now, if it had cider, you'd probably like it better because you're not a beer kind of guy. I could do some cider now. I I know. But, I mean, I had problems with just getting that brass version, so I can only imagine. Because coming out on the stage, the problems these gentlemen are going to have, we've got Man versus Meeple. Hey- David, you want to go see spider First with me and explain how I'm wrong?
10: Thanks, Marty and Tony. We are happy, I suppose, to be here to announce the nominees and the winner for the best Euro game, Squirrely. In other words, the Pass the Advil Award. What is Pass the Advil? I don't know. I, I think that's because it... Hurts their head when they play Euros?
8: Uh, maybe they shouldn't be playing Euros. Possibly, I possibly.
10: But nonetheless, they have some pretty good candidates here or nominees. And those nominees are...
8: All right. Nominee number one is Brass Birmingham. Next is Kalimala, And finally is Gaia Project. Ooh, I like that one. Oh, these are some good
10: ones. They these are. are actually some good ones. Without further ado, the winner is... Brass Birmingham. All right. Thanks again, guys, for having us. We are very proud to announce the winner of the best Euro game. And congratulations on another year of the Squirrel Awards.
1: You know, know, for guys who are picking on us thinking maybe we shouldn't be playing these games, at least we know that it's pronounced Birmingham Mm. and not Birmingham. We at least got that part, right, Tony? Yes, we do.
2: I didn't mean to discredit, for those of you who didn't recognize them, I guess maybe some people don't go to their YouTube channel, Man versus Meeple. That, that was Jeremy and David. But David looked like he'd grown a little bit. You know, when we were with them over at the Gen Con, he looked
1: really short. <laughs> he must have had a growth spurt. <laughs> I think he was wearing lifts in his shoes, to be honest. Okay. Next time we'll see him, we'll get some more pictures with him. We'll see if he really grew any or not and compare him to last year. Okay, so from my recollection of all these
2: incredible Game.
1: Oh, all these were so good. Well, oh, okay. goodness.
2: Now, for you, I would agree. Now, I enjoyed Brass. Yeah, Kalamala. Amazing. This is one of those games, Gaia Project for me. Yeah. That one, Terra Mystica, Gaia Project. They just don't resonate very well with me. So it's one of those things where you know you've got to like it more than you do.
1: Yeah, and it's funny. Every time that we played Terra Mystica and even Gaia Project this year, I could just tell it was like, you were just struggling. What do I do? How do I get through this? It's just one of the, you have a, a block in your mind somehow for those particular games. But if we keep playing it, trust me, it'll, I mean, I'm not great at it either, but I, I just really enjoy it. Terra Mystic is one of my favorite games of all time. And this new spaced theme version, Gaia Project, Fixes a lot of the issues I had with, with Terra Mystica. But then, you know, going back to Brass, the one that won, like you said, I love the bear mechanic that was put in there. Took away the, the, the push-your-luck. The art on the board's amazing. The double-sided board. It's another Martin Wallace game from uh, last year that we really, really enjoyed. We played a lot of Wallace games last year. He was a busy man. I'll give him that. He was. He was. There's several of his games on our list. And I enjoy
2: both versions of Brass, like I've already stated, but... But you're right. Oh, in our group, you guys are going to drop this version. You know the version that David couldn't pronounce. The version I can't pronounce because I'm going to say Birmingham.
1: Birmingham. Bir- no, hold on. Let me think. Birmingham. Birmingham. See. Birmingham. 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 Sure. <laughs> and and the people listening over in England's like, please stop saying it. Please stop butchering the name of our cities, Marty. Why is
2: a stool coming on to the stage?
1: I, I don't know, but uh, I'm excited because we have a brand new presenter this year. Tony's the welcome the first time to the uh, Squirrelly Awards, Mister Christian Kang from Take Your
12: Chits. Well, I've been-
7: Hey everyone, my name is Christian Kang from the board game comedy YouTube channel, Take Your Chits, and I'm really excited to be here today. You know something? I kind of feel like breaking into a song. Received an email the other day from Roland dice and taking names, asking if I could present their best worker placement game. The nominees that they would tell Were way of the Panda and Everdell Architect of the West Kingdom is also there as well Three amazing games Deserve so much praise But only one game will win This award called Do My Bidding And the winner of the Do My Bidding Award for the Best Worker Placement Game is... Architects of the West Kingdom, we salute thee. And we thank you for your contributions to our game collection. Congratulations to Architect.
0: Welcome to the stage from Garfield Games, Shem Phillips. Hi,
10: this is Shem Phillips from Garfield Games, New Zealand. I am one of the two designers behind Architects of the West Kingdom. I just wanted to say on behalf of myself and my co-designer, Sam McDonald, that we are extremely grateful for this award, it's a real honour. We had a lot of fun designing architects. Both Sam and I really enjoyed the process and we're looking forward to making more games in the series with Paladins coming to Kickstarter soon. Thank you to everyone who has played the game or purchased the game or followed us or backed us on Kickstarter. Your support means the world to us and it's just a great pleasure to be able to make these games for you. And thank you again to Roland Dyson taking names for this great award.
2: Wow. (laughs)
1: <laughs> um i'm blown away we've never had anything like that in the score before tony yeah i'm i'm thinking we end it now it can only go down downhill from here I, I tell you christian if the whole board game thing doesn't work out for you you need to go front a james taylor cover band because you would make a killing dude sounds just like james taylor didn't, man. He? didn't he sound yes like and uh, from his guitar playing to his singing i'm like dude dude that was amazing. Amazing, Christian. And what are what's his YouTube called? Is it Take Your Chits? Yes.
2: Why didn't we think of that funny name?
1: <laughs> it's a lot better
2: than ours. Oh. I mean, my gosh. It's been six years and we're still thinking, really? God, that just shows our creativity. Mm.
1: Well, let's talk about the games. Yeah, let's do that because this game is another one of those in a series of uh, games from Renegade Games, a a worker placement game that added just a little bit more to some of the previous worker placement uh, games by uh, the same line. Architects of the West Kingdom, Tony. The twist is you get all these workers at the beginning of the game. You could put your workers pretty much anywhere, but people can capture your workers. And that's the thing that went, we went, whoa, a worker placement game with a take that mechanic. But it wasn't
2: that much of a take that mechanic. As you remember, we
1: were like, okay, uh, it's going to
2: be all in your face, going to steal your workers and to capture them. You're not going to be able to get them back. But no, it wasn't. It was all part of the strategy. And if you can get past that, you're going to be like, oh, okay, I see that. Or hey, how am I going to recover my workers? When's the appropriate time? How do I benefit off of your workers, and it's very, very well done. Enjoy that game, but you can't beat the table presence of Everdale.
1: Oh, no. A tree and squirrels? Come on. It had to be in the award somewhere. Oh, yeah.
2: I mean, you know, very easy worker placement, and the twist for that one for me was how that people could be in different rounds or seasons. Enjoyed that aspect of that game
1: and then another really good solid game from cmon way of the panda this is another one of those games i actually got to see in 2017 but it didn't come out till last year i just like the mechanics of it. it the cute art and everything but it's one of those it's it's a little bit of a of a brain buster too all three very solid worker placement games uh l- loved them all but it was just a little bit of the oh yeah your work over there i want to go capture them and put him in prison that put it over the top. Once again, like like we've been saying, three incredible
2: games from 2018. Yeah. There's only one way to top Christian's performance. Only one way. Who has to follow up that act? Well, people who actually showed up this year and didn't have to phone in their award presentation like <laughs> last year.
1: <laughs> oh, 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 them guys. You must be talking about uh, Robin Patrick from Blue Peg, Pink Peg. They're the ones that got to follow up that act. Yes, they do.
11: Hey everybody! I'm Patrick and I am Rob <laughs> from Blue Peg Pink Peg, <laughs> and, we, and and we are super
1: excited tonight. Uh, we are giving away the award for the game that who has bling.
11: <laughs> Which means
1: the game that has the best component.
11: <laughs> 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 Pat, Pat, what, are
10: you, What are you doing? Uh, it's bling. I'm I'm doing a bling, auditory bling.
1: I, I got. I, okay. Look, every year we do something weird. Right. Like last year, we gave him the word in the shower together. We did. I just thought this year, fun. We, we we agreed to just kind of you know do be normal. What are you wearing? I'm wearing
10: a
5: a Liberace suit. I I bought it online. It's it's. I thought we supposed to be authentic. I thought we said we were both going to do tuxes. Well, I just the cape is lovely. You are embarrassing me in front
1: of all these people. Just just stop it. No, no, that's a noise. You're doing it. Knock it off. I swear to God, I will leave this stage. All right, just be cool. You got it. Can be
10: cool.
9: All right, can be cool.
1: Okay. Announce the nominees and the nominees for
10: the game has bling award are undertow grim forest rising sun and the winner is
1: let's open this here undertow Woohoo!
4: rob we love rob what are you you told me i couldn't do sound effects i said you couldn't do it i'd do it so much better
1: We're distracted by shiny bits, Tony. If there's like pretty shiny bits on the table, we're like, ooh, ooh, look at that. And these three games had it all. Rising Sun, that Kickstarter, wow. Tons of miniatures and steel coins and a big board. Grim forest with the wonderful art and the beautiful miniatures. But when we pulled out Undertow and those big old heavy poker chips and those nice neoprene mats with the cutouts to put the dice Wow, that that was it right there.
2: Yes, they knew how to bling that out. Great game. I'm sitting here. Dilemma. Nintendo Switch or expansions for Undertow? Oh, that's tough, dude. I know it is because I,
1: I want to play those characters. Those other characters so bad. I know. And it's like the the Undertow base game only came with two. And We were like, but what do the other characters do? And then I remember the first time I picked up that box. The box is not that big. I was like, whoa. You can work out with this thing. There's so much stuff in here.
2: I know the forklift was coming in with it. I was like, wow, that thing took up the extra weight coming home from Gen Con. Whoa, 50 pounds. We got to figure this out. Marty, you got to take this game. I can't afford this game. It's weighing me down here. (laughs) Oh, we we are having such a big time here at the Squirrelies, but we've got to pay the Piper, the people who brung us to this point. So we're going to take a few minutes for our commercial break. The fourth annual Squirrelies are being brought to you by The Broken Token. Go visit them at thebrokentoken.com. They've been with us since the very start we are so proud to have them back for another squirrely awards show they treat us so well we are so proud to have them part of the rolling dice and taking names family
1: and in fact they're the ones that make the squirrely awards that we will be giving out at gen con another fantastic sponsor of ours is portal games ignasi's also been a huge supporter of this show and we appreciate him so much for all that he does. Remember, you can go check out all their wonderful games. They got a lot of great games coming out this year at portalgames.pl slash en.
2: And we're proud to welcome to the family this year, Miniature Market. Miniaturemarket.com, home of the drop. Where, if you're not paying attention, you're going to miss it. So be sure to go check out miniaturemarket.com. We proudly welcome them to the fourth annual Squirrelies. Thanks, guys, for joining us.
1: Also, joining us for the first time ever are our good friends, Danny and Derek, coming on stage to present the Just the Two of Us Award. two of us
11: you and i <laughs> what are you doing oh it's our turn to introduce our category for the squirrelly awards oh just the two of us that makes sense so this is going to be the best two player game and the nominees are crystal clans monolith arena and war chest and the winner is
5: war chest oh.
12: Just
7: the two of us. <laughs> you can make me be You and
0: I. Let's welcome to the stage the co-designer of War Chest, David Thompson.
12: Hey, this is David Thompson, and I just want to say a huge thanks to Tony and Marty, not for selecting War Chest as their two-player game of the year, but because uh, I recently moved from the U.K. back to the U.S. after living there for four years, and uh, I had a really, really tough decision to make, I, a tough choice. Uh, I needed to decide what kind of lawnmower to buy. So it's because of Tony and Marty that I was able to make that critical life decision uh, because of their invaluable insight. So I guess in addition to that, I should also th- say thanks about War Chest. So uh, in all seriousness, uh, it's a huge honor. It's really cool because I've been listening to Roland Dyson taking name for years. And so uh, it's awesome to have won the award and just... From me and Trevor Benjamin, the, the co designer, uh, Mark Wooten, the developer with AG, and Bridget and Delicato, who did the art. A uh, huge thanks from all of us.
2: Marty, I thought it would be getting easier the farther along we go in the show, but once again, another very tough, tough. Category for us to pick from. I mean, Monolith Arena. You know, I love Niroshima Hex and Monolith mm-hmm. Arena, the unfolding of the fortress to surprise your elements. What a great addition to that whole universe. Crystal Clans. It had our favorite mechanism in it where you pay for the resources and then I get to use them to get my teams out there. And all the expansions keep coming for Crystal Clans. But you sold me with War Chess when you said, hey, at lunch, we're going to play War Chess bam that just happened in under 20 minutes and
1: it's one of those things it's a bag building game with oh man if it's got here it is if you want to win a squirrelly award put poker chips in it (laughs) because this is now the second game with heavy duty poker chips that uh, we really no i'm sorry this is the third Tony, because brass birmingham has poker chips for money so that's three games that utilizes uh, the poker chips but war chest a great Two-player game uh, where it's a it's a battle on the board, but instead of using cards or models, it's poker chips. You're uh, buying units, putting them in a bag. It was a really cool mechanic. Please, please, AEG, please give us an expansion for this game because this game could use some more units and stuff. I just can't wait to play more war chest, Tony. I agree with you. Now,
2: one of the things I know you mentioned about the poker chips and pulling it and building it from the back, but there was a lot of strategy, a lot of thinking. How am I going to do this? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And then, like you said, the other two nominees were fantastic, too. And Monolith Arena, something we've been waiting on a while, like you said. I believe you called it a fortress, but it's a monolith that you unfold. It adds that extra mechanic. and. The Crystal Clans has the mechanism that we like, but it was just War Chess was like, ooh, this is kind of cool and different. Yeah, but what comes to your mind better? Oh, right, I got a monolith on the board.
2: Ooh, look at that fortress. What's inside the fortress? Ooh, what's inside the monolith?
1: Nassi's sitting in the audience. You want to have him change the name to Fortress Arena? No, I don't want him to do that. I don't want him. I'm
2: still waiting him to register so I don't screw up Portal.com. Portal. Portalgames.com portalgames.pl slash EN. I, I no, he doesn't need to do that. You're right. It should be monolith. I agree. Cause fortress arena, monolith arena. Yeah. Yeah.
1: monolith, monolith. monolith, monolith is much, is much better. And we know that there's an expansion already coming out this year from monolith as so we know we're getting an expansion there and we'll be, we'll be playing it some more too. coming next to the stage. A good buddy of ours. Love the man
2: to death. He He's so awesome. He is amazing. He's incredible. <laughs> He needs no introduction. Chas, come on out here.
5: So tired, tired of waiting, tired of waiting for you. Good evening. Now, it is no secret that the introductions that award presenters give are written by other people. And The Squirrelies, which we're claiming is a legitimate award show now, is no exception to this rule. For example... I asked Industry Insider, Mr. Stephen Bonacore of Stronghold Games to write my award presentation. No, no, wait, wait, don't worry. I sternly prohibited Stephen, who's infamous for self-promotion, from advertising his company during my presentation. You know, and sure, he, he actually he wasn't too happy about it, and we did share some pretty heated words, but in the end, I do think he saw things my way. So without further ado, my professionally written introduction to this year's Dude, We've Been Waiting Forever Award. Hi, I'm Big Dumb Dummy Chaz Marler, who you may recognize from my crummy videos posted at YouTube.com slash Subscribe today. Or follow my asinine Twitter account at Dice Paradise. Like and follow these great social media can Wow! Even this man's insults are peppered with promotion. Fascinating. Unfortunately. I have a backup introduction here, uh, written by Rob Roos of Blue Peg Pink Peg. <clears throat> Good evening! The great thing about board games is that they are so relaxing! The other day, I was... <laughs> oh, God. If I keep that up, I'm going to burst a blood vessel. Okay, scrap that. Instead, let's go with my backup backup intro, uh, written this time by Tony Topper from The Secret Cabal. <clears throat> Awards, are they really worth striving for? Do they really mean anything in the long run? I don't know. Oh, this is taken forever just to present this award, which ironically is the game that Marty and Tony are tired of waiting for. So instead, let me just skip right to the nominees, which are... Stronghold Undead from Portal Games. The next Robinson Crusoe expansion, also from Portal Games. And the next 51st State expansion from Portal Games as well. And the winner is... Where's the... Where's the envelope? Where's the envelope? It was originally scheduled for delivery in spring two thousand seventeen, but still hasn't arrived. Oh, that's typical. Look, just just give the award to all of them. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. Look, I gotta go unfriend Mister Bonacore on Facebook. Okay. In the meantime, here to accept the award on behalf of Portal Games will eventually be Ignasi Chevacek of Portal Games. Now coming to the stage from Portal Games, Ignasi Chevacek.
13: Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm known in the industry for a talent to build excitement for my game, so the award for the most anticipated game of the year makes perfect... Uh, Ignasi. What? It's the We Are Tired of Waiting Award. Who's tired? We are. What do you mean?
1: You've announced all these great games and we're tired of waiting on them.
13: We are tired of waiting on? Are you you kidding me? Does it at least come with a real thing? Like uh, I will get a statue, a book stand, anything? Uh, All right. Well, 2018 was a year to remember in the gaming industry. In a single year, Wolfgang Varsch got three nominations in two different categories, Spiel des Jahres and Kennel Spiel des Jahres. That was something exceptional, and we all thought we'll never see it again. And here we are. Three of my games got nominated for the Squirrel Award in a one single category. It's a new world record. I accept the award. Thank you.
1: Well, Ignacy, after years and years of us teasing you and wanting these games, thank you, thank you, thank you for finally putting out not one, not two, but all three of the games in this category for 2019. We hope. We haven't seen them yet. (laughs) That's right. It's still still February. Next year, we could have the exact same category with the same three entries. Who
11: knows? But then
1: again, we can very well be giving
2: a Squirrely for Stronghold Undead, as in a category of it's about time and it's finally here award for the squirrely. I don't know, but whatever. I'm sure he'll be nominated this year. Uh, well, it better be. Don't disappoint Ignacy. And we we're sorry that you misunderstood what the award was about. And okay. I said he needs no introduction, but yet Chaz introduced himself. How does that work? I just don't
1: understand. Sometimes Chaz has a little bit of an identity crisis. Well, when you're mimicking three people, I can understand that. <laughs> I, I just want to say, uh, Jamie's also sitting at the audience. Uh, Jamie, you need to have Chaz on and have Chaz's Tony Topper go against the real Tony Topper. That'd be great. That'd be, oh,
2: that, I don't know. Jamie's probably looking around for I didn't know Tony was coming. I would have <laughs> delegated this stuff to him. So yes, Jamie from The Secret Cabal is in the audience as well, and will be coming up later on the stage.
1: But now who's going to be coming up on stage? Two of our very good friends, Rob and Tina for... Hey, if I can't play Strike... Hello
14: everybody, my name is Rob Oren and I am from Rob's tabletop world along with my bestie in the whole wide world as well as an associate and constant contributor on the channel It is Tina the Board Gamer Now, we are giving away the best diced base game or as it's called if you can't play strike
7: wait hold on you mean gladiators in an arena uh
14: what do you mean gladiators in an arena
7: well you throw dice in a bowl that's gladiators in an arena
14: tina we're giving away an award we're we're just giving away an award if you can't play strike what's the next thing that you would play throwing dice in a bowl yeah whatever it is it's
7: gladiators in an
3: arena
14: (sighs) all right fine you win if I Can't Play Gladiators in an Arena, here are the nominees
7: Space Space, Istanbul Dice Game, Thanos Rising.
14: And the winner, If I Can't Play Gladiators in an Arena, the award goes to. Space Space! Space.
2: Well, if you can't play strike, it's because you're not trying hard enough. You need to get it on the table. I mean, if I can sneak it into the Tantrum Con and have Richard Lanius there playing with me. Richard Lanius, who on his first roll was out of the game. Yeah, that was a real good time for him. But I will say
1: when we were there at Tantrum Con, space, space. It was on the tables
2: everywhere.
1: It was. Very popular game. Came out uh, earlier last year, and it's still being played today because it's such a solid dice game. And a lot of people have said it, and I agree. To me, it's the Machi Koro killer. It's a Machi Koro type feel, but it's a game that I uh, really enjoy. And there's an expansion coming out. I can't wait to see what it does with the game. Solid, solid game. But that's not to take anything away from the other two nominees. Istanbul, the dice game, also from AEG really blew us away. We enjoyed that. And Thanos rising got big old Thanos in the middle of the table. You're working together. Marvel superheroes trying to take you down another solid dice game.
2: Yeah. I mean, you you were sitting there when it first, Oh, that's a money grab with Thanos rising. Thanos, Thanos. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. There's some strategy. Great cooperation game. Very good game to work out and playing with the younger people of your house or your older people, anybody, Anybody should be playing this game. The younger people of your house, the older people of your your house. house. Everybody of your house. But we want to say thank you for Rob and Tina for coming on for the first time, especially after we made Rob eat some spaghetti.
1: Oh, and and Rob carry our bags that were donated by Miniature Market to our strike strike event. Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't realize those boxes were that heavy and, uh, and they were super heavy. And at our Gen Con strike event, Rob really helped us out. Rob and Tina made videos and stuff. And we're going to be doing that again this year, Tony. So stay tuned for details. You're going to be at Gen Con. You want to make sure to attend our strike tournament. It's our third annual. Wow. Our third annual strike tournament. Coming to the stage
2: with... I don't know what his problem is. He got a grimace on his face. What up with that? Why is he all looking sad and pissy? I don't know. He's he's usually Mister Cheerful. I don't know. Where's that happy Canadian attitude, buddy? Hey, remember what happened at Gen Con, Rodney? I had a pillow and you were sleeping. Not that I was. That came out wrong too. Ignore me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh the sensors are going to shut us down here. No, no. I'm referencing Marty where where y'all kept waking me up at 5 a.m. I'm like, how am I going to put them to sleep so I can sleep? I wasn't going to kill y'all. I promise. Well, I hope not. Maybe that's why he's all grumpy. I'm getting all dark on him over here. I don't know. Well, coming to present the Necro game, Rodney Smith. Watch it played.
9: everyone. It's really nice to be back here. And I know I'm here to present an award, and we're on a strict timeline, but I need to begin with an important announcement. One of the things that I feel you hear talked about a lot in the board game hobby is reviewer integrity. And if someone's being paid to create a piece of content, they should disclose that they've been paid. So in that spirit, I also just want to acknowledge and make very, very clear, I am not being paid for this. Not a thing. Probably should be. But no, I'm being paid absolutely nothing. In fact, I actually could be doing paid work right now, but I'm, I'm doing this instead. So this is actually costing me money being here. Yeah. Okay, all right, I'm seeing some very aggressive hand gestures from the production team to move it along. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, Yes, I have an award to hand out here. Sure, we we can do that. I am announcing the winner of the Necro Award. This is for the best re-release of an older game that has been tweaked and updated and given a polish. And our nominees are Fireball Island, Arkham Horror 3rd Edition, and Thunderstone Quest. Oh, and and this is the fourth time I'm doing these awards, by the way. Wasn't paid for any of the other ones either, just just in case I forgot to disclose that on the uh, previous appearances. Right, okay, and the winner is... Ah, very nice, Fireball Island. Congratulations, Fireball Island and Restoration Games. Very deserving, well done. Oh, and I, I did a tutorial for Fireball Island, by the way, and uh, yeah, I, I got paid for that actually, because Restoration Games values my time, unlike these. Oh, <laughs> playing me off! Ha! <laughs> I, I see how it is. I see how it is. See you next year, everyone.
0: Now let's welcome to the stage from Restoration Games, Justin Jacobson and Rob Davio.
8: Justin and I wanted to take a second to say thank you for this lovely Necro Award. Uh, I don't have any squirrels, so it's certainly the first and the best of my collection. It means a lot. We set out to do this thing, and so far people are responding very well to what we're doing here at Restoration, and I finally get to achieve my goal of becoming a dual-class chef and necromancer. Uh, Justin? Well, Rob, as you know, I was a 20th-level debt collection lawyer before I Turn to the dark arts of necromancy. So for me, it was a pretty easy shift. So, um, but seriously, thank you. We hope to be on the show soon, even though we often uh, say tongue-in-cheek mean things about you on Twitter.
1: Haha ha guys, that's, that's real funny. Yeah, you do pick on us on Twitter. Why do we even have you on the show? Oh, no, because we really love the stuff that you're doing, including bringing back a game that I thought I would never see again from the 80s, Fireball Island, and coming out with something that is just, you would think that in this day and time, nobody would produce a game like they do with Fireball Island. It's a big old island with a volcano in the middle and, and marbles rolling all over the place, incredible production values. They knocked it out of the park with this design, Tony. Yes, they
2: did. And then, of course, they have all the expansions that go with it that you can get up to five players. You got the Crimson Cutlass out there. You got the bees swarming around. You got the Indiana Jones or the snakes coming at you. Oh, just so much that you can do to expand this one out there. But I know you enjoy Arkham Horror, and we got to play Arkham Horror 3rd Edition and what it adds to that game, streamlined it tremendously. I enjoyed it. I love the modular map that they
1: introduced that was sweet yep and then thunderstone quest one of my early deck building games that i really enjoy but then they tweaked it and made it an even better game another solid game from aeg all three games are are wonderful. I love people going back and, and resurrecting these games from the past and tweaking them and changing them and bringing kind of up to today's standards. And of course, that's what Restoration is known for. So I can't wait to see what else they do this year. While we've had several brand new presenters on our show, this gentleman has been on the Squirrelies every single year like several other people. But he's our good friend, the Game Boy Geek. Dan King to present the All Y'all Award.
6: Hello my friends, it's the Game Boy Geek here. This year, Tony and Marty are having me do the All Y'all Award, which is decided by you, the listeners. Now I don't think Tony and Marty know that I'm actually originally from Boston, and we don't even know what the word y'all means up there. You know, Boston, that place with the World Series champion Red Sox and the Super Bowl champion Patriots. Yeah, that place. Wait, wait, wait. Don't turn it off. I'm just kidding. Don't hate. Anyway, so let's get going with the All Y'all Awards. Here are the nominees We have Rising Sun from Simon, Root from Letter Games, and Coimbra from Egert Spiel. Now, before I get to the winner, they are nice enough to allow me to plug my Kickstarter. My name is Dan King, the Game Boy Geek. Over oh, the last six years, I produced over 1,800 videos about board games, with most of those being reviews, and I'm raising money for my channel to try to do this full-time, so I would love your support. There's tons of awesome promos from many publishers for a lot of popular games, so you can check it out at kickstarter.com and just search for Game Boy Geek, three separate words, or go to gameboygeek.com slash kickstarter. I'd love your support. So now, on to the Winner! It is Rising Sun from Simon. Congrats!
0: Let's welcome back to the stage from Simon Games, Sean Jackman.
8: Hello again. This is uh, Sean Jackman from Simon and. I know a lot of you were hoping to see uh, Eric M. Lang come up here and accept the All Y'all Award for Rising Sun, but I'm going to have to disappoint you and accept this award on his behalf. Uh, from everybody on the Simon team, thank you so much for voting for this award. Uh, I know, speaking for Eric, this was a labor of love, so uh, very happy to see him get the Squirrely for the All Y'all Award. Thanks very much.
1: The All Y'all Award is we put out a survey asking all of our listeners, our audience, hey, what were your top games of 2018? And Tony, those top three were Coimbra, Root, and Rising Sun with Rising Sun coming out on top. I got a chance to play all those. They're great games. They're on the tops of many people's lists for 2018. So it's not surprising that those three were there with Rising Sun winning overall.
2: That's right, Marty. I mean, you know, this is the one where our board game guild number 1589 That's number 1589 for those of you who are not members or Facebook or people who listen to us could go out and vote on a Google form and we tallied up the votes. And you are absolutely right, Marty. It was a tight, tight race this year, probably one of the tightest I think I've ever seen for our awards. Like you said, Rising Sun, Root, Coyumbra, they were only separated by a total of four victory points. Wow. Brass came in on number four. Then this game that only you know how to pronounce, Teotihuacan, Teotihuacan. Yes, that one. And then we have Space Base, Chronicles of Crime, Keyforge, The Mind, Everdell, and then Welcome To. That was our top games votes, voted by the All Y'all Award. Thank you all for participating in that and voting in that. Now, coming to the stage has been a friend of the show forever. The man I got to walk around Gen Con with him, and we had a blast going to all the booths, talking to the designers and the publishers. You know, Marty, I, I, I can understand why Jamie is such a good guy. Why? Because he is the pepper of the earth. No, that's not right. <laughs> okay, maybe it's not pepper. You know how I mix metaphor. Maybe Jamie knows it. Jamie from The Secret Cabal Gaming Podcast can straighten me out.
3: we
11: everybody, Jamie here from the Secret Cabal Gaming Podcast, and boy, am I excited to be back here on Rolling Dice and Taking Names and the squirrelly Awards. And boy, I'm really honored that they gave me this category to present today because it's about a man that I truly respect. I love this guy. He's the salt of the earth. He's a person that everybody out there should know, and he's a friend to everybody, Mr. Tony McCree. This is a man who knows his donuts. This is a man with a serious amount of patience indulging Marty's lawnmower stories and providing thoughtful commentary about that lawnmower safety. And I got to tell you, he is one of the greatest video producers that has ever lived. Did you see the video? The one where he's in his garage posing with his power tools and drills and he is defending strike. Strike, a game that is gladiators in an arena not Dice in a Bowl, and I will stand by his side for the rest of my life, championing his cause, so that everyone out there will know that Strike is gladiators in an arena, and because he loves this game so much, I cannot impress upon you enough that his opinion is golden. It should be taken to the bank. Today's category is Tony's Game of the Year, and the nominees are Coimbra from Egertspiel <laughs> Monolith Arena from Portal Games. And finally, Too Many Bones Undertow from Chip Theory Games. All right, so let's get down to business. Who's the winner? All right, let me open up this uh, envelope here. Oh my goodness, I can't believe it. And the winner is Coimbra from
4: Egertspiel.
11: Now, coming on stage from
0: Plan B Games, Mike Young.
4: Thank you so much. I'm truly honored to accept the 2018 Squirrelly Award for the Game of the Year for Tony. Uh, on behalf of the entire Eggert Spiele team, thank you to Tony and to the rest of the fans for the really warm reception Coimbra has received. However, since I have a moment, I'd like to just, just take a quick minute here to honor someone who's no longer with us. Grumpy Tony. Grumpy Tony was born out of a season of bad games. Nothing clicked with him. I recall him just not really jiving with the Gaia Project. And at first, it was a little bit of a parody. I mean, you know, even a meme. And yes, he was a meme. But I think we've all been there. And while I'm very happy that Grumpy Tony found Coimbra, but in it, Grumpy Tony was killed off and resurrected as Happy Tony... I have to say, though, I'm a little sad to see him go. The little time that we got with Grumpy Tony created lifelong memories that I know that I'm going to cherish forever. So to Grumpy Tony and everyone out there, I'd like to honor him this evening. We were genuinely blessed to have known you.
2: Well in the top of the games. Coyumbra, Marty. We okay, so this is why this game was number one for me this year. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. there was some, t- some monolith arena, undertow, they've they've been nominated for other awards on here. But Coyumbra, what did it for me was first off, love dice. Love putting oh, yeah. it, love my dice, love putting those dice in that game. But it was the fact that they were used in two ways. One for drafting, which another mechanic I love so much in games and then on what you could activate at the end of the round. You needed that color. So you either had, it was used for that. Hey, where can you draft? How will you be drafting in a round to go get cards? And then later, how you can increase either your money or victory points. Oh, such a good game. Another one that, you know, does it need an expansion? No, it's great as it is. But for me, I would love to see more cards from it, but I could
1: wish. I could hope, right? No, you're right. I think it's one of those things like with Lorenzo El Manifico adding maybe more cards because you get to see the same cards every time. They do come out. a different order but again we got to play that game just recently at tantrum con again we had an event where we had people come sign up to play with us we got to teach the game i still really really enjoy that game it seems like for the past two years now tony we've had euro games with dice that have come out on top actually it's two years running for you i think lorenzo was the game of the year for you last year which is also a euro game with dice Hmm, I wonder if there's a theme, Marty. You love dice games and you love Euro games. Put them together and you got a Tony Game of the Year. That keeps me happy. <laughs> well, let's talk about what keeps me happy as we are excited to have another brand new presenter to come out on the stage for the Squirrellies. You probably know him from Shut Up and Sit Down. It's Quentin Smith.
15: Hello everybody, it's Quintin Smith here from Shut Up and Sit Down to present the award Marty's Game of the Year. And the nominees are Detective, a modern crime board game, Coimbra, and Brass Birmingham. And the winner is... Sidereal Confluence! I think... that's... Oh, oh I'm, I'm so sorry oh, that's, Sorry that's my game of the year That's oh, I don't know, how, don't know how that got in there That's crazy and also slightly worrying I mean how did, how did that get in the envelope How did they know um, I'm sure this other envelope's correct The winner is Detective A Modern Crime
0: Let's welcome to the stage from Portal Games Ignacy Who Ate My Cookie Chebacek
13: Game of the Year. That is absolutely awesome. Thank you. I guess, I mean, I guess it stands for the best game of the year, which is fantastic, and I appreciate your kind words. And I really understand it. In these days, we need a short, clear message. Game of the Year. But I know you meant the best game of the year, the Squirrel Award for the excellence in gaming. It's humbling. I'm not sure if excellence is too much, but, well, I am not the person to argue here. With humility, I accept it. I accept the excellence, and I must agree today. The detective is a role model for astonishing design. Thank you. It's absolutely amazing.
1: Quinn, thank you so much for coming all the way over from England to present that award for us. And I tell you, if you guys have never checked out the YouTube channel, Shut Up and Sit Down, well, I'm sure you have, because they got like 160 some thousand subscribers, yeah, yeah. so everybody watches Shut Up and Sit Down. Fantastic content, very entertaining. I love British humor. Those guys are, are just fantastic. And I was so excited for him to present. Yes, Detective is my Game of the Year. Ignacy, thank you for coming up and accepting this award, because when I look back at the games over the year, I, I want to pick something that has a memory. Creates an experience, and all three of them did. We just mentioned Coimbra and what it did. Brass Birmingham, being experienced that for the first time, the changes they made, but it was detective. It was sitting uh, with guys like actually Jamie and Ignacy and Chaz at Dice Tower Con playing it for the first time, eating pizza, sitting around the table, deducing clues. I brought it home, played with the family. It was the same thing as like. It was a game above a game. Sure, there's a little board that kind of keeps track of things, but you almost ignore it. You read cards, you search for clues, you discuss. It's just an experience that I never forgot. And that's what was most memorable for me. Thus, my game of the year. Yeah, I can see that. I can appreciate that.
2: Shoot, even my family enjoyed it. So I'm not going to disagree with you. I'm not going to argue with you. But as Ignasi said, it is the most incredible game. You know, I think he took it to the
1: next level. Not just your game of the year. It's an extraordinary game. With expansions coming out, you've already got uh, LA Crimes coming out. you got some guest designers that's going to be writing their own scenarios. So this game's going to have some legs. If you've not tried out Detective, I highly recommend doing it. And get ready just for a night of gaming like you've never experienced before. Well, unfortunately, the fourth annual Squirrelies are coming to an end.
2: So before everybody leaves, be sure to fold up your chairs and carry them to the back and put them on the rack because we ain't doing that here because we won't get our deposit back.
1: <laughs> that, that, that's right. Make sure to turn them upside down and hang them correctly and make sure they're all facing the same way so that the back, the, the suede backs fit into each other. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Chaz. And when you put them on the top row,
2: it's not the bottom rung of the thing. You put it on the upper rung, not the bottom because right. the ones on the bottom then don't fit. This isn't hard to figure out but once again thank y'all for coming we really, <laughs> we really do appreciate it thank you to all the designers thank you to the designers who were nominated but unfortunately did not wa- walk away with the kindling known as the squirrely award maybe next year we pull them for you because for us, the fans, we were all winners based on the incredible designs that you brought to us in 2018.
1: 2018 was an incredible year for games. I mean, all these games were so good. And we just can't wait to see what many of you designers will be coming out with for 2019. It just seems to get better and better. Tony, I think we can I go ahead and call that a wrap on the fourth annual. I agree completely with
2: you, Marty. So keep rolling dice. And taking names.
1: Once again, thank you for all those who came out and contributed to this show. And let's just go right down the list and thank each one of them individually, starting with... Matt Evans from Board Game Replay. Dan and Chris from the Geek All-Stars. Ella from Ella Loves Board Games. That incredible
2: group from the Tantrum House. Mandy and Sue's from the Dice Tower. The Incredible Space Marine Joel Eddy from Drive Through Reviews. Ambie and Crystal from
1: Board Game Blitz.
2: David and Jeremy from Men vs. Meeple.
1: James Taylor I mean Christian Kang from Take Your Chits. Rob and Patrick from Blue Peg Pink Peg. Annie and Derek do board games. Chaz Marler from Paradise Paradise. Rob and Tina from Rob's World.
2: Rodney Smith, watch it played.
1: <laughs> I'm, so sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, should we tell him that other people got paid? No, sh- don't. No, sh- yeah. okay, okay. Dan King, the Game Boy Geek.
2: Jamie Keggy from the Secret Cabal Gaming Podcast.
1: And Quinn Smith from Shut Up and Sit Down, y'all. I think then you should change the name to that. Yeah, I think that would work well for me. Also, thank you so much for all those who came and accepted our awards tonight. Thank you for designing those wonderful, wonderful games. You all are the stars of the show. Without you, we wouldn't have these games to play. And a big thanks to you for joining in and listening to our award show. If you enjoyed this episode, please go out to iTunes and leave a positive review. And if you want to, you can follow us on Twitter at Dyson Names, Instagram Dyson Names. Join our BGG Guild 1589 and like us on Facebook see y'all next year hey
2: Rodney checks in the mail buddy (laughs) you think you think he bought it